Hey, sweet, sweet peas. peas. Welcome back to another episode of Two Sisters in a Pod. I'm your host, Annalise. And I'm your host, Katrina. So for this episode, we will be speaking on International Women's Day because it is going to be March 8th. And we wanted to, and the whole month of March is actually Women's History Month. So we wanted to come on here both being women. We wanted to, you know, actually dedicate an episode to International Women's Day and celebrate what it means to be a woman. Right. Yes. Celebrate women in every aspect. And then just talk about how, like, International Women's Day is a day to celebrate um, and recognize women of all um, ages and all races, ethnicity, like globally, and unite as you know together as women. But really, how far we've really came, right? Yeah, like going based on like the Women's History Month, and like just kind of looking back. You know, we all learn in school, and or you know, we have relatives who you know live through it. Um, but I mean, yeah. We've had, we still have people on this, you know, planet with us who were, you know, living during the 50s and they didn't have equal rights. They weren't seen as equals. You know, now women have pretty much done everything and are still continuing to, you know, break down the barriers, break down those stereotypes of, you know, oh, you're a woman, you can't do that. Yeah. And it's like when we put it into perspective for us, it's like, damn, like, Women have came a long way. Like, we're obviously, like, not there yet. But if you really look back to where, like, our grandparents lived during and, you know, our great-grandparents during the 1930s and all that, it's like, we really have came a long way. It was just women were, you know, degraded and we were just pretty little, you know, wives and moms. And that's really, like, all we were. But being, you know, especially being a mom, it's like, yes, that's the most beautiful thing I think a woman can be is a mom. Being a mom is amazing. But also, you know, we need to realize I'm, you know, also a person outside of being a mom. I am a woman and I have my own ambitions and my own goals before my child and then even after my child. So being a mom isn't just everything to what. And it's sad because some people think that's all, like, all they can do is just cook and clean and, you know, serve a man. And there's no problem with wanting to be a wife and a mom or, you know, a housewife. You know, that's your choice. And But now, and nowadays, it's it can be a choice. It's not a must or a have to like it was back then. Yeah, with the society norms that, you know, a lot of us don't really look back on you know we don't think of that we really think of you know what we're going to do with our lives and you know what field and everything you know like there's women in so many different fields you know um politics or you know medicine medicine mechanics engineers you know it's not just either you're a housewife or you're a teacher and that's it Mm -hmm. you know it's it's really more to that and so yeah I think Nowadays, yeah, society norms are kind of, like, frowned upon in a way, you know? Like, as a really strong, independent woman, we kind of refuse a lot of what a man does for us, I think. like Some of us. Well, yeah, some of us. You know, if, like, you're really just, you know, strong-headed and independent, 
you're kind of like, no, you know, I don't, I don't need you to do that for me. I can do it for myself. And it's really, you know, just trying to like hold on to women's strengths and, you know, defend women as a whole that, you know, we're not continuing the old mm-hmm. stereotypes and societal norms. Yeah. And which is, it's kind of hard too, because just trying to break down, like being a woman, like being a woman in the 21st century, it's hard to be a strong, independent woman because, and a boss babe and a mom and a wife. And that's all like, that's all like what, what we strive to be now. But then we look at like, we still want to be treated right and all romantic by a man. You know, it's like, we're not, we completely don't need men. Well, no, yeah. And like, you know, I guess stuff that I do see on Twitter, it's like, you know, it should, you know, I guess like nowadays it should be like 50 50. And I guess because so many women like speak on being equal. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, like we do stick to like the, the chivalry terms of that the man should open the door and pay stuff or like stuff that. like that. But I mean, you know, you also see so many things of, you know, like women proposing or women taking them on, taking their, you know, boyfriend, husband on a trip or something. And, you know, like they're the ones just plain, you know, plain on doing stuff for them. And it's not just where the man is in control and he decides and he makes decisions and he's a money maker and all that stuff. You know, it is like 50-50. So, there, you know, like back then, like we said, there was only like one bread maker mm-hmm. in the family. Okay, wait, you said bread maker? It's actually, I guess, isn't it bread maker? It's bread winner, like Breadwinner, bread maker, money maker, hustler, whatever. The person who I, brings home the bread, right? Brings home the bacon. Bread, bacon, I'm talking about food now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it was just like where the man would go out and, you know, work all day and the mom would be home cooking, cleaning, but the children. See, it kind of is still like that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, women have came a long way, you know, to vote, have our voices heard and you know, have our own choices and break the gas, the gas, see? <laughs> the glass ceiling, the glass ceiling, like for Rosie the, the river. Yes, I, I love her. The riveter. Um, I mean, I, I think, again, like you said, now we all have a choice on what we want to do with our lives. So yeah, it's not like how it used to be where that's just what you had to do each and every day, day in and day out. It's, you know, you have a choice to get out there and make a life for yourself instead of, you know, just find a husband, get married, get pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, I mean, everybody's different. Everybody, you know, is going to choose what they want to do. So there are people, you know, out there who are still doing that. Um, and that's fine, but we just want to, you know, celebrate that we, yeah, we've came a long way and, but we still have a long way to go based on what, I mean, based on it's like, Okay, a couple has a baby, and it's like, okay, congratulations, you know, to both of them. They're both parents, whatever. It's all already automatically assumed the mother is going to quit school and take care of it, or quit her job and stay home to take care of the baby. Like, why can't the man be also considered, okay, who's going to maybe stay home with, you know, the baby for a little while? No, it's kind of sometimes, and again, not always. And sometimes, I mean, it's, it's hard because as a mom, 
you carry that baby <laughs> for yeah. nine months, it's hard, you know, to say, be like, okay, like, have the baby and then, you know, you don't want to stay with it. Of course, like, naturally, the mom wants to stay with the baby. That makes more sense. But, you know, as the first couple months go by and you kind of already want to go back to work or, you know, get back in the groove of things, whatever you're doing, it's a little bit, I think, harder because when the mom goes back to work or goes back to school, because I've dealt with this, going back to school, um, and then also, like, in college, and then, you know, now in work, people will ask me, oh, who's watching your kid? And it's like, why do you have to ask that and not, like, why do you have to ask that just because I'm here and not with my child? Because I bet you everything, like, the man wouldn't, you know, be asked that. He's at work or he's at school you know, who's watching your child? Like, why aren't men asked that just as much as women? So see, yes, we have came a long way. We no. have a long way to go. Yeah. And of it just being plain old 50-50 instead of, you know, one weighing the other down more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've heard that, you know, me not being a mom, I've heard that as well. Um, yeah, where the, or, you know, like in interviews, if a woman... And every company is different, you know, everybody, every place is different. But I know majority, you know, when you do have more of like a strict, you know, not so lenient job and, you know, you're a mother of four, you're a mother of three, you know, anything that you have a family to take care of, they wouldn't really hire you because they see you as, you know, you're not dependable, you're not reliable. Because if I need you to work late hours, if I need you to work weekends or travel like you're probably not going to be up for it because you have you know so many people to take care of um or you know like if I honestly like back then when women were trying to like really get into the workforce like serious workforce um people wouldn't take them serious they wouldn't take them serious and they also just wouldn't really want to hire women because we're the ones who can get pregnant you know we're the ones who can be out for maternity leave or you know be, lim- I guess, limited when they're going through the pregnancy. I'm, I haven't been through pregnancy, so I don't know. Kind of. I mean, yeah. I felt like a superhero when I was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, you felt like you had superpowers. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, like, I've just seen that happen or, you know, I've heard of that happening where, you know, just the women don't get hired, the women don't get taken serious or... You know, if they do have a family, they just kind of, like, like, the employer are already assumes, like, they're not reliable. Mm-hmm. They'll hire them, but they'll kind of be like, oh, I'm not going to yeah. ask them because, you know, they have a child. And it's not like they can do both. They can And it's hard everything. because it's, that's kind of natural. Like, it's naturally the women who has the babies. And it's not something that we can really control. Control. <laughs> or choose. Yeah, how about that? We've... We're not there yet, okay? We have a long ways to go because guys need to have babies too. <laughs> Sooner or later. Mm, that's weird. <laughs> they have to have them. Anyway, so, but we're not looking down at all at stay-at-home moms and the women that just strive to be a good wife and strive to be, you know, a good mom because both of those are very important jobs that take a whole lot of energy and a whole lot of patience. And so... And that's when it comes into, like, yes, you're a stay-at-home mom, but that's your 
choice. That's because you want to, and that's what you know you strive for, and that's totally okay. It's just it's not. Well, yeah, I think also like. I think what you're trying to get at is kind of like to not cut yourself short. Yeah. Anymore, you know, like I said, you don't have to get married, have babies. I mean, that's what people expected of me. Like when I got pregnant, yeah, and I was young, and it's like, okay, well, again, some people are just different. Other people, that's all they have. Like they ask me, okay, so when are you gonna get married now? And then when are you gonna have more kids? I'm like, excuse me, like (laughs) I had. Dreams and ambitions before I got pregnant, and then, you know, I still have those same goals. I still have those goals, and like I said, I am a person away from being a mom. I am a woman still away from being, you know, just a mom, and so the just a mom type of saying, it it just irks me because it's like, no, she's, yes, maybe she's a stay-at-home mom, or, you know, maybe she's also, you know, that's all that she wants to be and strive for, then that's great. But she's more than, you know, a mom. She's, you know, a woman. And I think having, I think really dividing yourself, not dividing yourself, but kind of knowing, yes, a mom is a great, wonderful, you know, job and gift, but also kind of, you know, finding yourself on who you were before you were a mom and that you can still be that person sometimes. Yeah, like you were a person before and don't just kind of label yourself as just a mom. And Because, you know, I know people do that. I know, you know, or, you know, other people who have their friends who are moms or something, you know, they're kind of like, oh, you know, it's because you're a mom, this and that. It's like, yeah, but you know, they're still a person where they have, you know, wants, needs, ambitions, goals, and everything. So, yeah, I think that's also kind of going into, like, stereotyping, just kind of thinking that they're just, like, once they become mom, that's just who they are, and they're nothing more when, I mean, I feel like they're, when you can be, you know, so much more. You know, if you're a stay-at-home mom, then you can be a mompreneur and... Nah, and I was going to say, um, like, so many moms who, I guess, kind of do end up staying home, they get back on the train of, you know, what they wanted in life, and so um, they kind of end up... Making their own business. Yeah, like, starting their own business. amazing. Yeah, and then, you know, they get to really do both and balance and learn how to work as a mom and or what is it mommy mompreneur mompreneur yes mm-hmm. what i am yes i know we're like we're focusing a lot on moms um and maybe that's also kind of stereotyping women because not all women want to be a mom and that's totally okay and you kind of had that i'm in between i don't like Honestly, I kind of see I'm like, maybe it would be cool. Like, you think, like, oh, you could be a cool mom. Like, it might be cool to be a mom. But then I'm like, no, I don't think so. Like, not not for me. Yeah, but there are those women out there that just never really plan on having them. Or also, it's like, 
their thinking is like, no, I don't need to have a baby and be married before I'm 30. That's another kind of like society role that has been put on women. It's like, okay, you're like 30, 30 plus and you're not married. married You're not settled down or. I was like, so would you be asking a 30 year old man? It's like, oh, you know, why aren't you married? Like, no, he's a bachelor at that point. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like, why aren't women also looked like that too? It's like, okay, like you go girl. You're yeah. Like you don't have kids yet and you're still living your life. And I think it's a positive, I think it can be a positive thing that, that you get to choose when you want to do certain milestones within your life. Right. Yeah. So basically, yeah, there's no right age to do this. You don't have to have this completed by this age or this time frame, you know. Yeah. It's just what, you know, feels right for you and your life and um, just the right timings, like I said. Yeah, because... I mean, for for both parties, you know, for people who do want to have X amount of kids and they kind of, like, plan it out and, you know, and just, like, if it does work out, then great, you know, that's just how you wanted your life to plan out or there's people with unexpected kids there's kids there's people with um yeah those mindsets of no I don't think I want to have kids at all and that's it's a lot I mean it's a lot that not just like yes that you go through um as a again as a woman that you go through mentally as you go through obviously physically your body changes and just realizing that oh shit like my life is really going to change forever and that's a that's a commitment. That's a <laughs> like, long commitment. That's a think, long commitment. Yeah, I think that's what I think about too. And I'm like, see, I don't even know. I think like once they get to like the age ten, I'm like, nothing's like I'm good. It's been a nice ride, but no, I think like age ten would be fun because Dominic's age is seven is yeah. super fun. I feel like it's just gonna get more fun from here on out. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I think like for me again, that's why I'm like I don't think I would want to have kids because that's obviously a huge commitment. And, like, you know, I think I'm like, wow, you know, like, I do want to, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's always an option. Yeah. Not that we're going into that segment, but just, you know, Again, going back to women's rights, it is an option now. It is a choice to you want to have kids now or you do not want to have kids now or you just don't want to have kids at all. And so... See, now it is, it can be a choice. Right. Or And I don't, I'm scared to even, I'm not scared. I'm just, I don't really want to use the word choice a lot because of, because we're not political at all. We're not calling ourselves feminists and we're not like hardcore political feminists and be like, right. men suck and no, <laughs> no, like. We're just celebrating and just, yeah, in the spirit of what this month is about, um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, it may sound like we're being feminist, but I I don't think so. Yeah, we're not trying to like bash men. Yeah, we're not trying to bash men because I think still men need to be men. I think men need to still work hard and yes, provide for your family if you have a family. Um, but it shouldn't just all be you know where the man is gonna go out and work and do that and the woman is just gonna be at home to have the kids 
you know, like there's a share in that and like society norms, like it's not the, the power grab, you know, it's not just like a one-sided power holder, basically like somebody yeah. who it shouldn't be, yeah. but it is, you know, still there sometimes in corporate yeah. America and yes, women aren't really paid the same as men still. Yeah, and I think that's what we're trying to go based off of, too. It's kind of like, you know, we've come such a long way, and I don't think we should stop there because there are certain places where women still aren't equal, and, you know, we're just not thought of as equal either. So I think that's just kind of like the main goal to, or the main idea, the main goal is to just you know, bring light to women need to be seen as equal because a lot of them aren't. And but see, yes, we need to be seen, but like we also need to be seen by each other. Like I think how we can all um, work towards together and kind of contribute into, you know, this women's type of movement movement <laughs> is work on you like have goals have ambition yes you don't need to be like your goal doesn't have to be ceo and then you know you kind of put your two cents into the women movement is no it's find who you are be a strong value yourself value yourself respect yourself love yourself as a woman so when you do want to have a relationship or when you go out into the world and you find what you want to do other people are going to sense that is that okay she is a strong woman because she respects herself because she loves herself because you know you know your worth and so i think if we all do that individually and we look at each other and yeah like you hear all the time it's like support other women yeah don't be catty and yeah i think yeah being supporting one another and then is a big deal yeah and that goes back into confidence if you have confidence in yourself it's very easy for you to go and support other women who are doing, you know, just as good as you or, you know, she's doing one thing and then she's doing another and you can support that. Yeah. And that kind of goes in with yourself, like building your confidence is recognizing your strengths and weaknesses and being able to improve on both of them, on both Mm -hmm. of those. It's all about, you know, yeah, self-growth. And again, if we all like do this individually, then it'll be easier for us to support each other and just grow together as as women. And so I was looking up like women-owned business businesses, and I'm kind of like the statistics of where we're where we're at now with stuff. So the U.S. has 12.3 million women-owned businesses. U.S. women-owned businesses generate 1.8 trillion a year 40 percent of businesses are women-owned i see wow and i thought that would be more where are you getting your sources from (laughs) it's it's a um what's it called sourceable sourceable (laughs) it's a credible source yeah it's credible yeah, it's from 
Thunder. Thunder? Yeah. <laughs> Thunder. Anyway, it's a credible source. But this is the most updated. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> recent. Yeah, recent updated statistics that they have. Um, well, we'll put it in the show notes, too. But see, only 40% of U.S. businesses are women-owned. That's not a lot. Um, maybe, I mean, again, like, maybe it's just the timing. Maybe because, you know, I don't know, the amount of women who thought of starting something. or Oh, look at this. 64% of new women-owned businesses were started by women of color last year. And I think that's huge, too. Going mm-hmm. back into, you know, International Women's Day, it's, you know, women, regardless of your race, regardless of age and um, nationality and religion and things like that. It's, and I know those things do come into play, and they're also what make you you. Right, yeah, so like, we're still trying to recognize everyone for their differences, because yeah, that makes you unique that makes you who you are those characteristics you know is what makes you a person yeah they're they're important too um and then there's also because i think every year we are growing into like we're coming into a new age like things are very different now like in society in the norm and with more is being accepted. And like I feel like I'm not a big number person. I'm really not. But these numbers kind of show like Latina um, women-owned businesses grew more than 87%. That's big. I feel like that's big. And because I like physically like have seen it. And even though, I mean, yes, we're Latina. And we just can't really. <laughs> Me and Trina feel really weird saying that. What, that we're Latina? Yeah, because we don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Fun fact for those who didn't know, yes, we don't speak Spanish. And Yeah, I don't know if you can tell by our voices. Yeah, I don't but... know if you can tell. You probably could. Oh, we understand it. We know a little bit. Anyway, Latina women and women of color are going up there, and I think that's what's also important, too, is to recognize all, all women. Right. So what else is your supposed credible sourcing? <laughs> it is. Um, there are 114% more women entrepreneurs than there were 20 years ago. And I totally believe that. I mean, yeah. 20 years ago, that was the beginning of... A new era. A new era. <laughs> 2000s. And there was a lot of new things coming out. And I feel like, see, when I think of 2000s, I think of, like, women were just really big into music. <laughs> they were big That's into That's when Britney Spears was out. And, you know, like. Yeah. And, and everybody felt- was trying to be a singer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like. I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I guess I see it, like, based on, like, 2000s movies that, like, women were kind of rebellious in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, they went through, like. I guess that little punk like rocker stage or something. Honestly, 2000s was kind of weird. Like the early 2000s. I mean, you know, it's nostalgic at the same time. But when you yeah. think about it, it's like that was a little weird. Like we were a little out of control, you know, because starting a new. There was a lot of new century. things coming out, like, you know, like Apple and all that. Right. Yeah. We were um, evolving. But look at, I think, look at us now again. 
20 years later, there are more women entrepreneurs and women are being taken more seriously. Right. Like, um, yeah, like you go. Oh, I like I guess this down one. the timeline. 62% of women entrepreneurs cite their business as their primary source of income. So they are, the 62% of women are strictly focused on their business. Boss babes and they're literally like working for themselves. That's good. Yeah. Like that's their primary source of income. A man isn't their primary source of income. Their own business is their source of income, which I just, I think that's huge. No, yeah, that's huge. Um, But yeah, I mean like going, I guess over like the history of women, you know, a lot of them entered politics a lot of them were not I guess yeah like we've been saying not just seen as as moms or even just teachers I know you know because like growing up I'm no like it was kind of like odd for me to like have a male teacher yeah you know like I always when you think of a school teacher you think of a woman Mm -hmm. so I mean yeah now they're more than that now they're doing big movie roles and you know like I'm just saying I just kind of think of it as like a broad spectrum of like how far we've come in so many different roles you know we're not the princess or the damsel in distress we're i know and it's crazy because we're the badass those disney movies and those movies really made us believe as little girls like oh it needs like we need to be the damsel in distress right like we need and that's even changing that's even changing too like cartoons and disney it's like disney is empowering women even more i mean look at marvel with you know, the women superheroes and then um, Disney with all the, like, Frozen, you know, sister power. And then, like, Moana, she's headstrong. You know, stuff like that. It's, like, it's giving little girls independence. It's giving them, like, their own strength to mm-hmm. to recognize that. Look know, at what you can be. Well, yeah, you know, look at what you can do if you just work hard, if you just set your mind to it. You know, like, I think you that's important. You can have snow powers and have a <laughs> little snowman as your friend. I think it's, like, important to teach them you know, young too. Because I think back then they were taught to serve a man. They were taught to cook and clean. Mm-hmm. Now, and especially in other cultures too, like that's even more crazy that those, there are like young girls serving mm-hmm. the man, like at such a young age. Like it's still, yes, we're looking at the US too, but like in a global stance, yeah. Stance is like, we still have a long way to go. Yeah, and I think, yeah, that goes in with, we're not finished yet with women's rights, with the women's movement. You know, it's for everyone to be, for every woman to be treated and thought of as equal and for them to, you know, feel the strength within themselves to just be independent, for them to just work on themselves and build themselves up. Yeah, so a lot is changing. A lot has changed. And a lot will continue to be changed. So I feel like we went on. We went on like a little bit of a rant. I know. Yeah. And it's just, you know, not to. Not to preach like we're feminists or, you know, not to. I guess put men down either. It's really just the celebration. It's just about the history and the fact that, you know. We can do more than just cook and clean. You know, yeah. we, you know, there's very like educated women who, you know, who work real hard and 
I mean, I feel like they dabble in everything. You know, like women can like pretty much do everything and they're not as limited as they used to be. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're breaking down the barriers. Yeah. And then we have like Athea that she was in the Air Force. She's retired already. And she um, retired as colonel, which is a really huge. And first of all, she's a woman. Second of all, this was what in the 90s? The 90s when she started. And third, she is Latina. Right. For her to retire as colonel, like, you know, growing up, we didn't really know what that meant. But now, us, you know, grown, we're like, damn, like, our. She worked hard, you know, like, she really put. That's a personal connection that we have to the strength you know, of women. Yeah, to women's rights and be like, you know, this is what can be. Like, she can do it, you know, so can we. Or, you know, she started her own business, show can, you know, so can we, and things like that. And so, you know, if you have, if you don't have that in your family, I think you should be the first and be that first woman in your family or be the first woman ever is, when is there, be the first woman president? You want them to, is that the only like thing? First that, thing that we haven't done? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's like probably a lot. Astronauts. Yeah, there's, there's probably a lot more, but I'm just saying, if you don't have that in your family, find the courage and the empowerment in yourself to want to be the first one yeah in your family at least to go to school to start their own business to you know get out and you know work maybe move away like move away from start a life for yourself yeah like just be the first one and so yeah we're not perfect at all we are still learning and yeah it's a journey it's you know you learn every day Every, you know, you learn something new every day. Yeah, and so we just, we were really excited to, like, put this episode together to really empower and encourage all women. And because that's, you know, what we want to do on this podcast. We like girl power. Sister girl power. Sister girl power. And so, yeah, our mission is, like, to help and build um, self-confidence in ourselves to keep this women movement going. And so, yeah, it's the month of March is Women's History Month and recognizing and remembering those strong women and, you know, our personal achievements and stuff like that. But yeah, it should be it's continuous. a daily thing. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be constant. Yeah. And it's just bottom line to celebrate every woman, every woman and to support each other yeah. and remind each other don't, that be, a, it's don't be a hater yeah like it's we're not gonna get anywhere by criticizing and there's already enough negative. against us yeah from society and from men and we shouldn't be turning on each other either right yeah that does no good and i mean yeah we're not gonna all sing kumbaya sing kumbaya <laughs> and be together but it is really important to stick together to recognize and support one another. And if you really think about it, we wouldn't be here. Any of us wouldn't be here if it wasn't for women. Right. Like if it wasn't for our mother. Like that's crazy. If you really think about it. And no, yes, it wouldn't be because of women. Because I don't want to hear 
Well, the men make the babies. No. You don't hold the baby. You don't make the bones. You don't make the little human being inside you. Okay? Gross. Women. Yeah, she thinks it's gross. <laughs> Women make the baby. Okay? And it's a miracle. And it's amazing. Circle of life. Circle of life. Anyway. But yeah. Maybe so next time you see your mom, maybe just give her a hug and be like, thank you, mom. Thank you for making me. So shout out to all the moms out there. Yeah, thank you for putting up with me. And, you know, really, I mean, if you're, especially, obviously, if you're a woman or not, if you're a guy, your mom is probably the biggest role model in your life. Yeah, like our mom, you know, she was really, hi, mom. (laughs) Shout out to my my mom. Um, you know, she's really built us and made us who we are. Because know? of the strong and independent woman that she has, you know, shown us that she's been for us and to us. She's the reason why we're, you know, the way that we are. The way that we are, yes. She, yeah, has really taught us a lot and, you know tough love also and we're thankful for it but all in all yeah it's and also you know like she was even raised by a really strong woman so I think yeah we were lucky enough to say that we have a lot of strong women in our family and yeah like they've been good role models and examples and yeah so like what Emily said I think yeah, you should just be thankful and cherish your mom or your grandma or, you know, somebody who who is that person to you. Yeah, and even if they are just your mom or if you think they're just your mom or, you know, you're just, you know, your grandma that cooks and cleans all the dang time, it's like, yeah, but you don't know what your grandma, what your great-grandma what your mom has, you know, gone through, you know, all of, and especially, you know, our grandparents back in that time, like, they were raising a family and what it had to take, and, you know, a lot of our friends and even our family, like, they're from, you know, another country, and so just think about that, too, it's like, them having to raise their children, coming to a new country, and it's like, that just blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, everything that they've had to go through and endure and, I mean, yeah, that, that builds character, you know, like they, that's the reason that, you know, they are the way that they are and why are they here today and that's the reason why we're here today and why we are the way that we are. And just showing, you know, respect and love for all the women from all the generations, no matter what ethnicity and race and, you know, country that you're from, women are very, very powerful. And I hope you guys have found this episode insightful and helpful and encouraging, you know, and just empowers you to go out there and be the woman that you are meant to be. Yeah, just, you know, I hope you got... What you got from this was, um, like she said, you know, helpful and that you understand that it's important to take time for yourself, to build yourself up and 
also to support others. Definitely. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Check us out next Thursday and also hop on our live March 8th for International Women's Day. Well, we'll be celebrating all the women, you know, together with everyone else. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys.